What is up, guys? I'm your host, Neo, and I'm a computer science and engineering student from Rajasthan. I'm with my boys, Razel. What up? And my other friend, Jamie. Yo, what's up, guys? All right, guys. So we're going to start with an album review of Dominic Fike's latest work called What Could Possibly Go Wrong? Yeah. How does that sound? How does that sound? Any feedback? <laughs> yeah. Could you got, by the way, you guys missed your states. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Rizal? Yeah. I'm from okay. Assam. Cool. And cool. I'm from Haryana. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do this. So, starting off with the album review. Have you guys heard of, heard the album completely? Yep. All right. So, yeah, the first track too. is Come Here. Okay, so I'm going to... Oh, what do you mean, Come <laughs> what? Where am I supposed to come again? Get over here! <laughs> okay, uh, uh, you mean come over here? <laughs> it starts. The album starts off with the track "Come Here." It's it has it's like a rock song, and it has a raw feeling to it. And it was teased earlier in an unreleased track called Carbonator, which was scrapped. So, and he previewed this track on 27 July on Twitter, four, re- four days prior to the album release. And two days later, he posted a longer snippet of the song, along with him skydiving in a video. Anyway, what are your thoughts, guys? What do you think about this track? It's a pretty okay track for me. Um, like, um, nothing too good, special about it, but I would say mm-hmm. it was pretty good like the production especially the like the yeah guitar was mm-hmm. pretty good and it was a it was more of a rock song mm-hmm. and yeah it was fine to be honest yeah i think it was yeah it was a good start for an album i would say that yeah yeah and, exactly. it was a short song it was mm-hmm. cool enough mm-hmm. and it's like the lyrics are simple enough not like other songs yeah yeah that's another thing with this album like most of the songs are like that you know they do not cross the 2.5 minute mark i mean rarely do they do that yeah the whole album's 34 minutes total so yeah yeah, it's a pretty short album yeah that is i think um to my memory one of the first few people to you know pick up this trend of having short songs yeah was triple yeah oh wait is it yeah i thought it was triple x no i was talking about um albums short albums like yeah, that is oh, okay yeah 2018 yeah. run right definitely yeah 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 oh man i love those albums yep classic mm-hmm. but yeah as i was saying one of the first few people to have short lengths of songs in their albums and shit was triple x i could be wrong but that's what i think i mean i remember most of his songs did not read two minute mark across yeah, the three minute. yeah they were mostly around two they were around the two minute marks yep mm-hmm. anyway what is the, what do you guys think the song is about come here i don't really have any like thoughts it's just basically mm-hmm. like um what do you call it like a call out to, uh, like he's lonely, and yeah, <laughs> that that's what he starts yeah, off with. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's... I get so lonely at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
this team is like prominent all over the al- album yeah like the yeah, more you know true. the mm-hmm. emo kind of theme yeah 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 i think this this was an all right song so let's move on to the next track since we don't have much to say about this one i mean yeah it was an average track i'd say maybe a little above mm. average yeah the next track we have is devil negative skeleton milkshake yeah what do you guys think about it this one has i would say much more alt rock vibes i would say and mm-hmm. um the hook was pretty good like it yeah definitely was more catchier than the first song and yeah, yeah it's a generally well rounded track i would say i mean uh, dominic fight was never really about the uh, what do you say wordplay or even uh, lyrical content to be honest it was just mm-hmm. uh, he was more in the lane of just um, those what do you call it pop rap kind of lane mm-hmm. so yeah and it's pretty good like this one i think showcases his talents of um, making a catchy hook and yeah that's all mm-hmm. what do you think jamie um, jamie almost said his real name oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. have been chaotic yeah for <laughs> sure that, that i think i'm double positive about this it's it's a pretty good song oh. in my opinion N- mm-hmm. nice melody it has got yeah i, I don't really don't have... know what lyrics mean exactly but still yeah a lot of the lyrics. songs on this album were like that i mean they left me a little bit confused and curious yeah, about exactly. what the lyrics could possibly be talking possibly be talking about yeah, yeah it's kind of abstract you know yeah you can decipher what it means mm-hmm. i like the bridge though the the bridge that comes right before the last chorus it's pretty good the way he uses his voice like the- yeah that was mm-hmm. yeah. okay yeah so this this was a pretty good track let's move on to the next one cancel me i'm sure you guys have your thoughts about this one yep Yeah and it's this quite one, relevant now even more so than before. Yep. I mean yeah. one of the hottest topics I guess cancel culture. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I fucking hate cancel culture. Don't we all? <laughs> oh man, I'm just like imagine someday they might cancel us for some shit we say. So maybe that's why yeah. we're already deciding against it. Yeah, so this song was about um canceling basically <laughs> yeah definitely but i would say it was also about um he wanted to be i guess you could say closer to his family family yeah that's yeah. what a lot of lines here like say. yeah because like he has he doesn't have the peace of mind anymore since he's mm. become popular and Famous, blown up yeah yeah i remember i remember how we discovered him i'm not sure about you guys but this is definitely how i discovered him through this video Brockhampton had posted about Brockhampton, him. This yeah. is Dominic Fike. Most of us I think stumble upon him through that video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he even uh references Brockhampton on this yeah. track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh, what was the line? Let me find. Uh last night last I fell night, deeper yeah. than Brockhampton down a rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, another funny thing about this song. <laughs> he, he says motherfucker Jimmy Kimmel does not Mother- want to meet me. Yeah. Yeah. This is funny because recently him and Kenny Beats had a Kenny performance Beats. on Jimmy Fallon yeah. of the song Phone Numbers and 
It was actually Dominic Fike's TV debut, and it was in November 2019, which is not quite recent, but it, it was so bad, and it was received poorly, which is why it was actually deleted from their database. Deleted? Really? Yeah, it was deleted. Yes. <laughs> it also but, references the song, No More Parties in L.A. Parties in L.A. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. Yeah, and Kendrick. Yep. All right. Kill that yeah. joint, man. It was good. Yeah, but that, but why do you think it got deleted? Like the song was pretty good. I didn't check out the um video, like the live performance of it on Fallon, but mm-hmm. I mean, it got deleted. Like that poor yeah. reception or what? Like yeah, I'm not quite sure why it was deleted. I mean, other than the fact that it was poorly received, but mm. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't be sure. Like maybe it was a bad performance. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'll have to look again if there's an available clip of it. Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> yeah, I'll find that for you. Dollar store, Jamie. <laughs> Say what? Okay, let's go on. Next track. Ten times stronger. God, I uh, to call it an independent track is I think more of an exaggeration. Yeah. Interlude, I would say. Yeah, definitely. That's what I feel like too, but I mean, I have one qualm with it. If it was an interlude, then why is it put so early in the album? Like, it's track number four. Yep. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, this melody is used in the next song itself. Oh, I'm sorry, portion. can you say that again? A portion of this melody is played in the next ah, song. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be it. I even <laughs> talked about it in the, I think in the NME cover story, like he said, like, that he was self-conscious about this one. And uh, like his friend told him not to put this out. Like, this sucks. Oh. <laughs> like fr- his friend even said that. It's the only track where violin is playing, man. I mean, orchestration. Yeah. And there's oh. just one line. I yeah. pretend I'm 10 times stronger. Ten times stronger, stronger for, for you. you. For you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Most of the track, I think he somewhat uses his voice as an instrument. Like yeah, like yeah, ooh, da, 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 yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Like mm. anyway, let's move on to the next one. Track number five, good game, good game. This one, yeah. I would say, I mean, this one has more calmer vocals. I would say, and like mm-hmm. it's a more vibe, vibey song, if that makes sense. <laughs> and yeah. and also, uh, the vocal effects. I mean. They are pretty heavy. Oh on this yeah, album. the processing. Yes. Yeah, the processing. Mm-hmm. Overall, I would say yeah, it's pretty good track. I mean, nothing too special to say about it, to be honest. What was the song about? Like exactly, it was like it mentions. Uh, don't you him having daddy? Your daddy uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure because we don't really know much about Dominic Fike. Like, he he keeps his private life pretty um, private. That's, yeah, yeah, that is true. And yeah, I don't really know exactly what he means. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jamie, do you have anything you'd like to add to this track? No, I think I don't. I didn't get much out of this track. I I don't know. Uh, okay, then let's move on yeah. to the next track. Why? This one's one of my favorites by far. Like, um, I would say. This yeah. one's the, more, the most out, mm-hmm. um, Frank Oceany song, I would say. 
especially uh towards the end like yes, i mean Lee. i was thinking about that you get, you get really like frank ocean vibes and yeah and like this one he really shows his yeah. range like his vocal range and i mean the outro is like top notch yeah. the outro like was the guitar it, solo right yeah uh, and the mm-hmm. the why you ever wonder why like that high uh, yeah, yeah. high notes he hits it's pretty good yeah if i mean if i'm honest it feels like if there was a boy band and that boy band was a person and that person was inspired by frank ocean yeah you would get this track definitely <laughs> i mean that's what most of the album feels like like like, like a boy band is compressed into one guy and that is dominic fight anyway let's move on to the next track unless anyone has anything else to add jamie you got okay let's move on let's move on okay you missed your turn jamie <laughs> Okay. Hey, you terrorize me. <laughs> so, track number seven, Chicken Tenders. What do you guys think? Chicken Tenders. I mean, it's the most poppiest of the all the songs on the album, mm-hmm. and it's definitely more yeah. um, not my type of song. I would say. Okay. What Jamie? do you think, Jamie? I think it was pretty like mundane type of song for me when it came out as a single, but uh, when I heard it in the mm-hmm. album. kind of click the vibe with me mm-hmm. i, I, I kind of like it okay how he yeah. switches his vocals ups downs back mm-hmm. and forth kind of like it it's a nice back song. and forth yeah <laughs> i think um i think there wasn't anything new to offer from this track i mean in terms of um, like music nothing revolutionary here but I did like the vocal processing if I'm honest it kind of stood out like it was like yeah, this like, um girly yeah. chipmunk type of voice chipmunk yeah, yeah. it kind of uh, remind me of what Brockhampton does on some of their tracks like fake on yeah saturation definitely. one yeah if I'm honest it kind of also gave me maroon 5 vibes you know <laughs> how in every like hit of their every hit they have this weird ass Weeki voice, Alcedo. yeah, for, <laughs> and the point, bro. Adam Levine, Alcedo, man. Anyways, let's move on to the next track, track number eight. What's for dinner? What do you guys What's think the song is about? <laughs> yeah, chicken tenders, man. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Nice, nice. Oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, if I'm honest, I didn't really understand what this song was about. Like, I think it could be about a pot- potential. love interest or i mean about him not being able to drink <laughs> yeah you like, could be about that. there's a line i just got back from the gastroenterologist he told me that i can't drink so mm-hmm. now i be high and shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't drink yeah. do you guys think that um basically us in yeah, the hostel uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't drink so yeah <laughs> do you guys think it could be a metaphor for his success or his, maybe his um, sure. presence in the music industry like the way he says that um he can't drink anymore and also the lines your love is cheap it doesn't cost anything if you stay yep. is it mine to give away like is this um permanent is it something that is going to stay or is it just a fleeting moment mm-hmm. that's what i think it could be about i mean that's one of the things for sure Yep. Anyways, right. unless anyone else has anything to add to it, we're going to move on to the next track. 
vampire vampire yes this one i would say definitely has um the potential to be a hit yeah. way more uh danceable mm-hmm. and um like uh his breakout one uh three nights this yeah. one definitely yeah. has that potential to be as successful as that song mm-hmm. what do you think jamie yeah i think it's a pretty nice song and see the lyrics it's uh he's at some biggest hollywood party and he's talking about how fake as those people yeah. are yeah yes yes that That's is what good... I like like everyone yeah. at this party is a vampire yeah mm-hmm. and we are all food for the blood suckers yeah. yeah it's nice it is it offers a lot in music musicality also mm. like yeah it. well i don't really have anything else or new to add to it so i'm going to move on to the next track which is track number 10 superstar shit yeah this could be like one of those songs you know every artist makes when they like catch on and they like blow up mm-hmm. and they kind of reflect on blowing up yeah like, um yeah like like he says forgot how good it feels to be alone I alone mean, yes yeah yeah that's and music wise i think for me personally i didn't really like this song much it didn't really stand out you know i'd say that's true for me as well i mean um the processing was pretty good or like the vocal processing mm-hmm. was pretty good yeah but apart from that it wasn't really that special to me what about you jamie yeah i was thinking that is there some feature on this song but it wasn't any there's no feature on the whole album am i right yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. as far as i know yeah right you heard someone or what <laughs> No, the voice kind of felt like some someone else is singing or super processed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is right. I think yeah. it just processed. Yeah, most. I feel like that could be one of the reasons I didn't feel like this album needs a feature. Like Dominic Fike covers almost every base in terms of <laughs> vocals and even instruments. Yeah, yeah. He's also mad talented. Like uh, yeah, he plays quite a few instruments. Yeah, for sure. I think there's even a track on this album which we'll get to in a bit and. I think it samples a really old instrument. Oh. But yeah, there's no word on it yet. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next track, Politics yep. and Violence. Another single? Mm. This one was second uh, single, yeah. Definitely more my type like when it dropped as a single. I yeah. I would say I like this one much more than Chicken Tenders. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, overall I would say um it's really groovy and um beat switch was also pretty good i would say yeah, and the good. and the beat switch was pretty good and the rapping at the end was really like yeah. sharp as well yeah i like the flow like it was pretty good the way he was changing switching yeah mm. right yeah i think this is one of my favorite tracks from the whole album yeah for sure and definitely a good track yeah anyone moving on to the next track and it's called joe blazy mm and do you guys think it was kind of a melancholic song or what kind of vibe did you get from it yeah i would say yeah definitely more on the <clears throat> sadder like side of it mm-hmm. and i don't know why but it kind of reminds me of uh, something off of iridescence from by rockhampton i don't know which song Ooh. exactly but it just reminds me of something from that album yeah do, does it give you um joba vibes Joba right yeah. his name is Joe yeah yeah definitely Joba vibes <laughs> I feel like Joba could have had a really good feature on this album like even though it feels like a complete work to me I think Joba yeah. could have had a good feature on this one definitely 
anyway, moving on to the next song, the one I was talking about, sampling a very old instrument. Mm. The song is titled "Whirly." The song is about a toxic relationship in which um, he was kind of in control and he was, you know, always on his toes for mm. his significant other, and he didn't really feel any value. It was like, as he says, he felt like a glorified doorstop. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, this definitely sounds like a Dominic Fike song. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and um yeah, and the uh, lyrics are pretty straightforward. Like to be honest, yeah. uh, to be honest, like we know about that he's talking about a past relationship. Yeah. And how it made him feel. And overall, I would say it was pretty good song. Like the um like he like the the vocals and all were like really good mm-hmm. on this one. I like the production too. Yeah, like the keys yeah. are like really good. Yeah, it was apparently the title is a reference to the Verlitzer, an electric piano manufactured between 50s and 80s. Anyways, yeah. this isn't oh, confirmed, yeah. but yeah, that's what it sounds like for sure. That's what I heard as well, like Verlitzer. Yeah. Anyway, we are on the last track of the album, mm-hmm. Florida. Kenny Beats. Yeah. Kenny Beats. Yeah, and like definitely, I mean, not doesn't sound like a Kenny Beats song to be honest. Yeah, I mean the first true. the first part is like such a lush like soft instrumental, yeah. and then mm-hmm. like towards the end, like there's a proper um, rap verse. We could say that I guess, and and that one line I done took a L on every corner, <laughs> every like corner. a swastika. That one, <laughs> yeah. that line was really good. Yeah. <laughs> funny yeah i think i think it was a good um end it was a good final last track to an album a good mm-hmm. ending yep laid back yeah. yeah i liked it yeah i would say i liked it it's it's one of my favorite from the album oh, okay yeah anyway that concludes our track by track review what are your guys thoughts on the whole album as a project i would say it was definitely a like a good debut album from Dominic Fike. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, I saw quite a few uh, tweets, tweets, comments, like uh, from Dominic Fike fans that um, this project would blow him up. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think uh, he's gonna blow up, to be honest, with this project at least. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not um, what do you call it. It's not that ground groundbreaking, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. in a sense uh, but definitely a good solid like debut album and mm-hmm. um i think i'll definitely be coming back to a few tracks like my favorite ones um would definitely be uh cancel me why then vampire and uh politics and violence these one would definitely be in my playlist for sure mm-hmm. what are your thoughts jamie yeah i think it was as he said it is a pretty good uh, debut for him, but mm-hmm. not anything groundbreaking, you see. Uh, like, if I were to rate this album, I don't know. Maybe I'd go for a 5 or maybe generous, if I'm being generous, 6. Because... Damn. <laughs> Damn, bro. You, you, you're gonna... <laughs> you're gonna kill my boy like that? <laughs> oh, oh damns. <laughs> Anyway, so when this would make me cry. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, so uh, are you done with your analysis, Jamie? Yeah. You tell me something about it. Yeah, sure. Um, I think. I mean, I disagree with you too. Um, when you said that it is a good album. I mean, I agree there. But when you say that um, it could not help him blow up, I'm not quite sure about that because this album kind of you know showcases what Dominic Fike has to offer, and I would. as i said earlier it feels like if a boy band was compressed into one person and that person was inspired by frank ocean not necessarily on every track but the boy band vibes were there on a lot of tracks because of the mm. vocal processing and it kind of you know yeah. differentiated his own vocals from his own vocals so it made it feel like there are multiple people to me and i think yeah i think this is why it could be um the album that blows him up you know that brings him into the mainstream mm-hmm. and if i was to rate it out I, i think i would give it a light to medium 7 and uh, i definitely think it's a, yeah, <laughs> i definitely think it's a good album but um i think the track placement could have been better like the song 10 times stronger which as you guys said that it was interlude related yeah. to good game in my yeah. opinion they could have just moved both of them a little more further down towards okay. the center you know yeah anyway that concludes my thoughts and the album review so let's Bruh, move on to the how news how do you have now. a different opinion come on <laughs> cancel cancel completely cancel bro how dare you have a different denied cancel <laughs> Anyway, let's move. oh man, it's kind of getting hard to manage the soundboard and also following the track list, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Do we have anything new in current affairs? I just came across this story uh Microsoft is looking to uh, buy TikTok. <laughs> Wait, what the Say fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> Yo, I mean, whose side is Bill gets even on at this point like yeah like you definitely wonder like what kind of a like what kind of I don't know man like this seems like a I mean uh from the business side of it yeah like this sounds like a really good mm-hmm. thing but yeah like I wonder like if I mean if Microsoft does end up buying TikTok like uh, uh what happens to the servers like do they stay in China or like do they move it out of there like what and like who i mean like the chinese does the mm-hmm. chinese government still have control or like yeah i wonder what happens that is a good question and i'm not even sure if it's if bill gates does bad is it going to stay legal like i think he has enough clout to you know make it legal not banned yeah make it legal <laughs> yeah but um they were um looking to like buy it like and finalize the deal by monday but then uh trump as like uh trump i think on friday he said that uh he would he will ban it he will ban the app in america and so like they're just you know waiting out what trump says mm-hmm. i hope he does at least this one good thing man yeah definitely i mean <laughs> one thing like um one thing that's good about from that uh, he hates xi jinping the chinese <laughs> premier so that's one good yeah. thing cuz like even for india like 
if you're being real here, like when they were, um, I think a uh, couple of months back now, like uh, China was uh, trying to like attack. I mean, they were aggressing in our border, right? Like yeah. towards the dock, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, among many factors, I think one factor definitely like must have been that Trump is in like power in USA and they know that if they do anything here like he'll definitely be sending troops to like help us out like, <laughs> yeah he hates the Chinese like that's right. for sure yeah mm-hmm. I kind of hope that Bill Gates buys it and at the same time deletes Trump it bans it <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> that would be pretty funny like just imagine and the Chinese like this is probably the best deal they could even get. I mean, they yeah. know their app is doomed across a majority of their audience base. India mm. banned it. USA is going to ban it. And mm. I mean, if Bill Gates does pay them, that would be a pretty good deal. You know, they should just accept it and shut up. Yeah. And anything else? What else is new? Yeah, you heard about that um, Neuralink, Elon oh, yeah. Musk's uh, brain chip. Yeah. yeah, like uh, it's in development, and uh, recently he said that um, the brain chip will allow people to hear previously impossible sounds. So I guess uh, he means that we'll be hearing like sounds in the uh, other like spectrums that we can't really mm-hmm. hear, like ultrasonic or I don't know what he what exactly he means by that. Yeah, hopefully there's a switch. You know, I mean, if he. If it's just, you know, always on, that would be fucking yeah, that, annoying <laughs> as hell. The, the noises, you, like, uh, I hear voices in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Orton. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and his claim that uh, it'll be able to stream music directly really? to the brain. Yeah. And, like, just imagine um, Spotify Premium. Oh, buy, buy it for I a would... month. Yeah, like. I that would kill myself for real. Ads in my brain and no way to I mean, come sh- shut them off. Holy yeah, you remember uh, the movie Ready Player One? Like they, I mean, the bad guy's plan was to put ads on the visor, like the VR visor, like to put oh yeah, 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 yeah. ads on it. Like I yeah, mean, you kind of wonder. Like I mean, Elon Musk till now like seems like a. Seems like Tony Stark, but what if he, you know, goes over <laughs> to the dark side? Like, <laughs> that yeah, would be pretty knows? catastrophic for us, I would say. Mm-hmm. Instead of the of our browsing history, he'd be like, he'd literally just live our life. I mean, not him, but companies would have access to everything, mm. everything we do, and that's kind of scary. I mean, yeah. Why would even anyone want a brain implant? I mean, personally, says- I would not get it. He says it has many um, like um, cognitive and those. I mean, if anyone has a disability or anything like that, like it may it may help them. He says that, but I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess in that, if it's used in that sense, it could be pretty revolutionary. But once it's, I mean, what if it takes over? At least? <laughs> like it's like that. Like the movie. Uh, what was the movie? He told me about what was it? Wait, the one with Will Smith? No, no, no. The the recent one. Um, it came out in twenty 
18, I think. Um, they oh. like he gets into a car crash and they put oh, a upgrade. chip in him. Upgrade, yeah, upgrade. Yeah. Like what if the the AI takes over? Like I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it could be pretty cool. I mean, imagine one of the coolest things they could implement with this chip could be that if you are, you know, disabled, you have paralysis in maybe one or two of your limbs. I mean, I wonder, I'm not quite sure if it is possible to, you know, activate those limbs via yeah. the chip. Does it control the nervous system? I mean, if it does, I think that is a pretty good selling point, you know, like. I think that's what they'll like sell it as. I mean, primarily, like at least first. I mean, that would be its biggest application. Mm-hmm. You would not need, what do you say, robotic um, implants? anymore yeah yeah and it I could mean, also help you know paralysis pe- people with paralysis, paralysis yeah, go yeah. On. like i mean if that does end up happening that would be pretty pretty like revolutionary like i mean people who mm-hmm. have not like been able to walk for like decades like, yeah for them yeah. Th- that would be a really like big thing to be honest yeah that would be the best selling point if they can manage it absolutely yeah mm-hmm Hmm. Oh, do we guys have any updates on the Epstein case? Oh, shit. We don't talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't talk about Clinton will just put a hit out on us. Yep. First episode in, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then, I guess that's all we have to talk about in our first episode yeah, of the... Random podcast title. The random podcast title. Thanks for tuning in. So creative, right? So creative. We came up with the name. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot to add one point about um, one of the songs on the album. It's it, and it's definitely true. I don't know if you guys noticed. It sounds like an auto-tuned dog. In which which song? Which song? I can't remember. I'm not quite sure. Like, you I know the song with the baby next, voices? Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just find out next episode. Yep. So and we'll definitely tune in to the Epstein case for sure. If you're yeah. still alive. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in.